Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio. Stone Peyton Lee Cantor here with you this afternoon. Today's episode is brought to you in part by the Business Radio X Studio Partner Program, equipping franchisors to help franchisees dominate their local market. To learn more about serving your market and growing your business, go to mybrxstudio.com. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast. CEO with One Sports Nation, Miss Bonnie McMahon. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Well, Bonnie, before we get too far into things, can you tell us a little bit about One Sports Nation? How are you serving folks? Yes, uh, One Sports Nation. We offer youth sports programming uh, as a franchise system, and we are different in the fact that um, all of our youth sports programs are branded after the pros. So the kids wear NFL, NBA, MLB, and pro soccer uh, jerseys and shorts on game day. Now, how did this uh, this company begin? What was the genesis? So um, a very interesting story. My husband and I uh, have a couple kids, and we were participating in youth sports here around Phoenix as our kids were, um, you know, younger. And there was a common theme in every youth sports league that we participated in, The co- two common themes. One was my husband always coached. He absolutely loved it. And I was the team mom. And the other common theme was we were always disappointed in our experience. Uh, we were disappointed in the youth sports organization of every league and the actual product of the league. So um, my husband and I are both entrepreneurs, have been for most of our lives. And one day we turned to each other and said, we can do this better. And we started our own youth uh, flag football league uh, three blocks from our competition, who happened to be where we were participating with both of our kids. And we chose flag football because it was the number or is the number one sport in the U.S. And our son, who was about five years old at the time, was really good at it. So we opened up a league three blocks from our major competitor. And our very first season, we had two people approach us about franchising um, because we offered a better product. We were uh, offering a highly organized youth sports experience that the kids would wear the jerseys of the pros, the NFL flag jerseys. And uh, we offered a uh, very family, fun, friendly atmosphere on game day where parents would come and want to stay throughout the game day. So um, our second season, we tripled in growth, even though we were competing. Uh, we had a lot of competitors here in Phoenix, and we still do. But we were offering a better program. And we ended up started to franchise. And the rest is history. We have about 30 locations from Florida to Hawaii. Um, and we really haven't done a whole lot to market to get those franchises. Now, what part of the uh, youth sports were you most frustrated with that you were trying to solve? What was the problem that you were trying to solve? So um, the level of organization was the first one. Um, Every uh, league that we were participating in with our own two kids, you know, we had a 
many different leagues that we would participate in every season. My kids played uh, flag football, they played basketball, they played soccer, they uh, cheerleading, swimming, uh, you name it, they played it. Uh, so the first one was level of organization. We were always frustrated about the communication um, with the, you know, league organizer. It just, it just fell short every time that we would uh, change leagues. And then also the program rules. We were frustrated at the program rules because they didn't mirror high school of athletics. And we believe that if you're going to teach a child how to play sports, you should um, teach them proper technique and proper fundamentals. And the rules should be very similar to high school because we don't know what kids are going to progress in their, you know, athletic career. You know, we don't know who the next Tom Brady is going to be or the Michael Jordan if they, we don't give them a chance. And we want them to learn the rules the right way the first time and not have to relearn in their athletic career. Now, are you targeting the the kid that uh, the parent maybe has aspirations where I want to see if my kid's going to be a star, or is it more kind of the rec kid that's just looking for a fun activity to do and just doing it for kind of the joy of playing the sport? So we fill a niche um, between rec level sports and club level sports because we recognize that. Um, there, there was a, a void in the marketplace for that. It was either really rec level um, competition where, you know, you kind of just register and you didn't know what you were going to get for a team or a coach. And then you have those high level club um, options, which parents can spend thousands of dollars a month or a year participating. Um, so we wanted to fill that, that aspect of the uh, marketplace where you could enjoy you know, enjoy your game day. Your kids could learn the proper uh, fundamentals. Uh, we focus on player development. So teaching the kids the correct way um, the first time and letting them progress. So we're not looking for the win at all cost parents. However, you know, that does happen in youth sports and uh, our program philosophy, we gear that um, toward, you know, we hit that off with the, at the coach level with all of our volunteer coaches. Um, so we set that level of expectation that, you know, every player that registers in our program deserves fair playing time. If they're showing up to practice, if they're giving 100% effort, that child deserves fair playing time because we need to develop those kids as much as they want to be developed. Now, um, as the business progressed and people were approaching you to be a franchise, how did you make that transition? Because those are two different kind of businesses, really. One is you're, you know, working with kids and parents and things like that and dealing that with that coaching and all that. And the other is to equip a person to run their own business in a different market using some of the systems and processes that you've developed. So how did you make that transition? So we, um, it was a long process. You know, we started out with very slow um, with our uh, building our franchise system. We started out with one franchisee so that we could prove that we could make that person successful. And then we really started franchising after, after that person was successful. And we took our time in doing so. Um, my husband and I, the co-founders of the program, we were actually running our own leagues so that we could develop the system and understand what the needs were. And we continue to do so while we were franchising or beginning to franchise. Um, and it's, it's actually very simple. It's, it's, not, um, it's not a difficult system to run um, because most of our franchisees 
are our customers. You know, they have a desire um, with youth sports. They have a passion for that. And we can teach them how to turn that passion into a business. So um, it was, you know, it definitely was different when we first started from, you know, running leagues to building the franchise system and then training our franchisees. But what we quickly realized is we couldn't run our franchise, the franchises that we owned personally and and build the franchise system and give our franchisees the due attention that they required. So we did end up getting out of running our corporate leagues. We did end up selling them so that we could focus 100% on our franchisees and giving them the support that they require. And that's what you're doing now is just kind of growing the franchise system more so than running a, a league anymore? That is correct. We ran leagues for many years and multiple leagues at a time. We've had a lot of experience in doing so. So we did get out of doing that several years ago so that we could focus 100% of our attention on our franchisees and give them, you know, 100% of support 24-7, whatever they require. Was that a difficult transition or was it just kind of a natural kind of evolution of the business? It was actually very natural um, because Again, our business is a business of fun and games. So um, it, I really, when when I went full time in running One Sports Nation, um, it it really wasn't any any different than running a, a league because I was just doing it on a, a larger scale with you know thirty some franchises over time. Um, so it it was a very smooth transition and very easy one for us because we had had so much experience in running our own league. Now, um, what does the typical One Sports Nation franchise owner look like? Are they the team mom, the dad that's a coach? Is it that kind of the kind of the personas that you two had? Um, is that kind of mimic yeah. the the typical franchisee? Yes. Yeah, so most of our franchisees are have been current customer or past customers of our our programs. And that's how they found us. They had a, a youth sports passion that they wanted to turn into a business. So most of our franchisees are past and current customers. And then we do have um, some of our franchisees that have never coached with us or have never participated in one of our leagues that simply uh, realize that it is a beautiful business. Uh, it's a profitable business and it's a business of fun and games. So it doesn't feel like work for them. Now, is it something that in order to be a franchisee, do I have to... Um have access to fields and I have to know all the different sports or like what if my kid only plays football? Like, do I have to do basketball and baseball and cheerleading or can I pick and choose the sports I want to build around or how does that work for a franchisee? Yes. Great question. So uh, for the most part, you're able to pick and choose our system. Um, every franchisee does have to run our gridiron flag football program. Um, and the reason is it's our flagship program and flag football is the number one sport in the U.S. So all of our franchisees run gridiron flag football um, and then they're able to pick and choose the other sports that they wish to run. And our system, they don't have to know, quite frankly, much about youth sports because our system is totally, um, you know, it's, it's turnkey. We are going to teach them everything they need to know. Um, they just need to have the desire 
to, you know, to want to learn. We're going to teach them the rules. We're going to teach them how to coach their coaches. We are going to, you know, teach them every aspect of the business, no matter how small they may feel that, you know, the request is, we are going to um, train them with whatever they need. Now, how did you um, get the licensing from all the pro teams? So uh, we have, you know, a supply chain that we have set up to, to get that. Um, you know, not not everybody can just, you know, get uh, the NBA uh, jerseys and the pro soccer jerseys or the NFL jerseys, or MLB. Um, we don't specifically have the licenses for those items, but we do have a supply chain that does. Okay, so then, uh, but a team could be called, uh, you know, the New England Patriots? Yes, so all of our um, flag football teams are any one of the 32 NFL teams. So in every age division of our programs, you know, we can have one of those teams. So they could be the Patriots, the Giants, the Cardinals, the Cowboys. You have it for flag football and the same for NBA. You know, you can be the Kings, the Suns, what have you, and the same for soccer and uh, baseball as well. Wow, that's a big differentiator, isn't it? Yes, it is. And the kids and the parents love to uh, wear, you know, their team on game day. So whatever, you know, NFL team that the parents and the kids are fans of, they could be that team. You know, they could be the Cardinals, the Texans, the Cowboys, the Dolphins. Um, We do leave it up to our volunteer coaches to choose the team name. Um, But a lot of our coaches will, you know, ask their kids, the team, you know, take a vote on what team they want to be. And the fun part is, you know, when the coaches and the kids come back season after season, they can be a different team every season so a lot of the kids and the coaches like to collect all of those different jerseys if you're just now joining us you're listening to franchise marketing radio our guest today is ceo with one sports nation miss bonnie mcmahon bonnie stone payton here with business radio x i've got a question around the whole marketing piece of this when it comes to getting the word out to potential franchisees about this opportunity Have you found some methods, um, some tools to be more effective in helping you do that than others? You know, that is uh, the question of the day for every franchisor. There is no silver bullet for marketing a franchise system. It it definitely takes effort on all fronts. Um, You know, and I will tell you, we do a lot of marketing, Google ads, Facebook ads, that kind of stuff. But our best marketing tool is our program. Um, again, most of, most of our franchisees are customers that have, you know, had kids that participate in our programs and participated and realized that, you know, we have the best program out there and that they want to be a part of it. So that's what I found to be our best marketing tool right now. But again, you know, in the franchising world, you're always marketing and you're trying new and different things because you, quite frankly, just don't know where that next franchisee is going to come from. Um, well, good having a good product or service is always a, a great sales tool, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, now, Bonnie, uh, when a person becomes a franchisee in a market, you mentioned they start uh, with the uh, flag football program. It do, typically, do they just start doing, you know, one season, one league after another, or does it, um, do they do the flag for a year or two to get, kind of get their 
you know, get used to the system and the programs? Like how, how quickly does it grow into where they're doing this, you know, full time? Well, so several of our franchisees are full-time in the business. And when you start a franchise with us, you are going to run our flag football program three seasons a year, dependent on the weather in the territory that you're in. Um, and you can run our indoor sports four seasons a year. So you are going to run it season after season. And our seasons are winter, spring, summer, and fall. So you are going to run it at least three seasons a year and potentially four, depending on your uh, weather, where you're located. Uh, you're going to continue to run those programs, you know, for the length of your contract with us. And then you're going to add programs. Um, you're going to at least add one more sports programming after 12 months of being in business. And most of our franchisees, uh, our new franchisees are offering two or three sports right out of the gate in running them simultaneous seasons. So they can run a flag football season, they can run a soccer season, you know, the same the same season. They can even run basketball and volleyball and baseball in that very same season. It's just a matter of venue um, locations, you know, what they can get for a rental field or rental courts and depending on how many uh, leagues and sports they can run at one time. And then uh, when they uh, become a franchisee of One Sports Nation, is that something that they have to buy each sport individually or is all the sports included in the franchise? No, it, all the sports are included with our franchise fees. So in franchising, you know, we do have a franchise fee and that covers our entire system. So, you know, whether you want to just offer flag football and basketball or if you want to offer, you know, all six of our sports, basketball, football, volleyball, soccer, baseball, and cheer. You can do that, you know, under our one franchise fee. And when it comes to negotiating the uh, rental fees from the venues, do you help them with that? Yes, we do. We Our system is, you know, soup to nuts. Uh, our system encompasses everything that uh, a franchise owner needs to accomplish. And one of the first items on our list when a new franchisee signs with us is, securing their venue. And we are going to help them find that. Obviously, they're going to be the boots on the ground, you know, doing the legwork to um, to research it and figure out, um, you know, what kind of spacing we have for field space and court spaces. But we're going to be working very closely with them, holding their hand through that entire process and telling them, you know, what historically we're finding for rental fees, depending if they're renting from a school, a church, or a city park. Um, and we're going to help them through that entire process. And then it, when they are doing the rental of the venue, is that something where it's just a flat fee like per hour or per day, or is it something where they get a piece of the action of whatever the fees are from the organization? So our rental fees, um, all of them are typically by hour or by day. Um, so the, the rental facility is usually not getting a piece of our profits. Um, they're usually taking a rental fee from us. So typically, you know, school districts will be an hourly fee, and we actually have some of our leagues across the country that get free rental, which is an amazing, <laughs> an amazing asset for our, our franchisees to get, you know, that's one of our major costs to run our program is the actual rental fees for our fields or in our court space. So when they can get it for free, we are, uh, we are doing handstands <laughs> when they get that. Now, for you and having done this uh, for a while now and having the success that you had, uh, do you have any kind of memorable or interesting uh, success stories that you can share? You don't have to name their names, but maybe you 
took somebody that was skeptical and then turned them into a rock star in their market? You know, I don't know if I have anything um, memorable off the top of my head, but um, I will say that some of our most successful uh, league launches are those franchisees that really don't question the system and do everything, um, you know, everything in our system that is required. And they never give up and they never stop marketing. That is really the key to our system is marketing. With any business, you know, you can never give up on that marketing effort. And we have a proven system that we have several avenues that we use to market in a new territory. And it's very specific because you sports you know, where do kids and parents come together? Well, that's at the school. So we do target, you know, marketing in the school districts um, very heavily. Um, you know, we do do some social media marketing, but it's really that boots on the ground effort for the franchisee to, you know, to market and get our name out into a new territory to build their, um, basically build their first season to be a huge success. Good stuff, Bonnie. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Um, if somebody wanted to learn more, is there a website for the One Sports Nation and also one for the franchise opportunity? Yes. So if, if people are interested in joining a league near them, they can visit onesportsnation.com and enter their zip code and find a league nearby them. Or if you're interested in franchising with us, you can visit osnfranchise.com to learn more information and to contact me directly. Good stuff. Thank you again for sharing your story today. Thank you. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.